You're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm your host, Bible teacher and author, Carol McLeod. What a joy it is to have you join me right here every day as we study the Word of God together. You know, the Bible is not a flat book, but it's sharp and powerful, and it's miraculous. There is more power in the Bible than there is in the atomic bomb or in Niagara Falls or in an exploding star. Now, knowing that the Bible is powerful, let me ask you a question. Have you read your Bible today? Welcome to our current Bible study entitled Refined, Finding Joy in the Midst of the Fire. When you're in a difficult situation, when you're in a fire in life, you better make sure that your Bible is your very best friend. You better attach that Bible to your heart and to your mind and to your mouth in order to get through days of a horrific and hot fire that's surrounding you. There is no more powerful way to do life than to do it according to the Word of God. We're right in the middle of studying some scriptures in the New Testament that talk about the power that the Word of God has in our lives. Let's take a few minutes to review and then we'll go on to a new scripture. First of all, we studied Ephesians six seventeen, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the word of God will go to battle for us. The word of God can rip our enemy to absolute shreds. When we fight against the enemy with our emotions, we don't do any damage to him. When we fight against the enemy with only mind knowledge, we don't do any damage to him. But when we come against the enemy with the truth and the power found in the word of God, we absolutely rip him to shreds. So when you're in a battle, you need to find a fighting verse that applies to your battle and then use it, memorize it, declare it, share it. Pray it. The Word of God is a powerful weapon when you're dealing with a fire in life. The next thing that we learned in the New Testament concerning the Word of God was found in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the Word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. Let's stop right there for a minute. We learned that that word two-edged is really, in the original Greek, translated a two-mouthed sword. And that's because the Word of God has to come out of God's mouth and it has to come out of your mouth. For the Word of God to do its damage against the enemy, it has to come out of your mouth. Now, it's a good thing to think the Word of God. That's where it starts. But you've got to declare it. You have to say it out loud. Listen, say it out loud in the shower. Say it out loud while you're driving. Say it out loud while you're going for your daily walk. Say it out loud while you're folding laundry. Say it out loud while you're doing the dishes. Say the word of God out loud. It has to come out of two mouths for it to do the damage against the enemy that it is intended to do. And then, reading on in Hebrews 4.12, and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow, 
and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. You see, not only does the Word of God do an outside work against the enemy, but the Word of God also does a healing and a revealing work inside of us. When we're reading our Bibles, the Word of God helps us separate truth from fiction. It helps us separate faith from feeling. I need the Word of God inside of me so that I am a healthy woman. The Word of God judges the thoughts and intentions of my heart. The Word of God is able to correct me and set me in a healthy direction in life. So when the Word of God has done this extraordinary work, we have left the enemy lying in a pool of his own blood. We are stronger and healthier and inwardly changed. And do you know the third thing that the Word of God does for us? Well, let me read to you from Romans 10, 17, because this is a good one. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now, this is an incredible series of events. When you declare the Word over the enemy who has set the fire in your life, he is rendered senseless and useless. The Word of God then does a healing work inside of you and removes the gunk of emotions and sick thinking. And then you become a person of gargantuan faith. Never underestimate the importance of studying, meditating on, and praying the Word of God. Because when you do this, the Word of God becomes part of you. The next time you're in a fire, your first thought and your first word spoken should be from the Word of God. Remember, It's a two-mouthed sword. It comes out of God's mouth and your mouth. You have to confess it. If you stop short of confessing or declaring the word of God, then you are stopping one step short of complete and total victory. Let me read to you today from Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit, that Spirit with a capital S, into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus then became hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus faced the enemy the same way that you and I should face the enemy. He faced the enemy by saying, it is written. The response of Jesus to the enemy was taken exactly from the word of God. When Jesus needed a two-mouthed sword to fight the enemy, he drew it out. He knew that the only way he would beat Satan was by declaring the word of God. Now let's read in the same chapter, verses five through seven. Then the devil took him into the holy city and had Jesus stand on the pinnacle of the temple. And 
The devil said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and on their hands, they will bear you up so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to Satan, on the other hand, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Do you see what happens here? In verse six, the enemy quotes the word of God out of context and with a wrong heart intention. And Jesus came back with a scripture. Jesus came back with the power of the word of God. You shall not put your God to the test. The word of God better be in you. It better be more than head knowledge. The devil has head knowledge of the word of God, but we have faith in the word of God. We know that it works. We're building our lives on what the word of God says. The word of God is deep inside of you and of me. Matthew 4, 8 through 11. Again, the devil took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to Jesus, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to the devil, go Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and began to minister to Jesus. Do you see what happened? After Jesus declared the word of God three times, Satan left. He ran away with his little tail between his legs. He was defeated because Jesus declared the word of God. My friend, if it's good enough for Jesus, then it's good enough for you, and it's good enough for me. You have no chance of winning a battle against the enemy without the two-mouthed sword. So next time you face a fire or a wilderness, ask God to give you a rhema scripture to fight with. Stand on that scripture. Declare that scripture. Share that scripture. Pray that scripture. And the enemy will flee away from you indeed. The amazing thing about going through the fire God's way is that not only do you not come out charred or destroyed, but you come out of the fire better and stronger and lovelier and filled with faith. When we go through the fire God's way, which is by declaring the word of God, we are more brilliant than when we went in. We become refined. We become pure gold demonstrations of the character and the nature of God. We bear in our lives the reflection of Jesus Christ. It is the fires of life who turn us into refined, pure gold men and women who believe the word of God. It is the fires of life that turn us into women and men who are pure because the fire has removed all impurities from our lives. Listen, for those of you like me who have spent time in the fires of life, we know that the process of the fire enables us to reflect the face 
and the character of Jesus. Listen, fires are inevitable. We're going to face them as long as we're living this side of heaven. I cannot promise you that you will never again face a fire. But what I can promise you is this, is that when you go through a fire fighting with the word of God, you'll come out stronger, more brilliant, and more like Jesus than you have ever been in your life. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.